Welcome back to the Maven Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today we have Eric, the researcher in University of Phoenix and author. Thank you, Eric, for getting into the show. Oh, very delighted to be here. Awesome. So I think, uh, would you just like to give a quick intro of yourself first? Like how you, how was your experience being as a researcher at the University of Phoenix first? And you are the author of a bunch of books as well. And like the biases all around you and so on so having a quick intro would be a great thing you but you bet you bet uh so i've been working at the university of phoenix uh in a teaching capacity for about 25 years mm-hmm. uh, i'm also the associate uh university research chair in the center of leadership studies and organizational research and uh, throughout the years i presented at many international conferences on leadership in business, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, leadership in individuals. And uh, then I often write books. Most of them, you know, have been in the academic community, but they're also for people from all walks of life. And my latest book is called Bias is All Around You, Uh a handbook for inspecting social media news stories. (laughs) Got it. So, 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 When you say like biases all around you, so what do you mean by bias? Like if anyone does not know. So bias, you know, in its simplest form are various opinions that people have. But the bottom line is, are the opinions based on good information or are the opinions based on fallacies or false narratives or bad information? So that's what a bias is. You know, we're from the time we're born, uh, we you know, we all have biases. We're shaped by our family, our faith, our community, our school, uh, as well as the situations that happen to us in life and as well as the internet and the media. So whether it's for individual use or for business use, our biases uh, can affect our performance on a day-to-day basis. Got it. Awesome. And so what what would you like to speak about thing you know like how misinformation can hurt businesses you know like it is hurting businesses and how the businesses can get like away from those misinformation as well sure well you know uh, if we apply it to the customer experience principles of promises made promises kept yeah. uh you know we we have to make sure that everybody in the company is on the same page and that mm-hmm. uh, everybody subscribes to the same philosophy. So, but there's two types of promises. There's implicit promises and explicit promises. Those are promises that we know that we make for our business, you know, whether it's in academia that we provide education and scholarships, or if it's in the for-profit world that we provide products and services um, what we say we do, we need to do. We need to follow through. And we can't have anybody in any part of the company who's mm-hmm. not on the same page, uh, you know, giving misinformation to customers, because as soon as misinformation goes out to customers, uh, it's like a bad trail because, you know, you have to keep putting out the fires uh, because we don't always have the people in place or the resources to honor those promises. And uh, once the promises are broken, mm-hmm. as they say in customer experience, you, you lose your advocates. You lose your advocates. So that's one way to look at it. Awesome. So there must be some pillars, you know, like how to keep promises and make your customers become advocates, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it, it 
you have to align all of your communications, whether they're on a website, uh, whether they're in a store, uh, in advertising. Everybody in the company needs to know what the communications are uh, because, you know, from the person in the mailroom to uh, the person who's out promoting and selling products, um, the communications need to be consistent. So it's all about in you know making sure that everybody in the company is really a part of the leadership in so much that uh, they're everybody has a purpose. And yeah. uh, it, because because how you treat your customers internally uh, is also part of the customer experience. You yeah. need to treat your customers as as good internally as you do the prospects that you want to have. Mm. buy products and services from your company that's real that's real like long-term winning them and building trust with them it is building trust and interacting with them you know it's uh, not just about the immediate sale mm. uh, we want to continue marketing to our customers keeping them engaged and, yep. and draw out those good feelings and mm. if they like to continue interacting with us then maybe down the line They'll make a purchase or use the product or say other good things about our company and organization. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. So, so, you know, like how to be authentic with customers. That's the number one question. Like each and every single listener should be having or anyone who has a business, anyone who own a company, you know, like how to be authentic with customers. So, you know, it's about authentic communication and being honest with uh, your customers. You know, many times, businesses, whether they're for-profit or non-profit, uh, we all tend to overvalue our products yeah. because we like our products, right? Mm -hmm. But if we overvalue our products to the point where we're not able to keep the promises, then our communication isn't authentic. So I think it's just important to know what the strengths of our products and services are. And we also need to be uh, fair to ourselves. What are the weaknesses uh, so that we don't overplay those, right? Mm. You know, we want to make sure that people are more comfortable and understand what the benefits are. And uh, and if there's, you know, I don't want to say drawbacks, but yeah. if there's anything that we're not able to deliver, you know, don't focus on that and, um, you know, keep the customers engaged. Uh, the authentic communication process is is really about being honest about your products. Um, you know, if you're having an outside firm do some market research or take measurements, make sure you get good data that, you know, everybody knows that when an in-house firm does market research, uh, the data can be a little skewed because it's in-house, right? So, yeah. but if you have a third party doing the research, that's more authentic because mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a different set of eyes, right? So, but, you know, we can't always have a third party to do research because we can't always afford to have that done. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, if you, if you look in the news over the past several years, uh, you know, for example, some car companies uh, say that their the gas mileage is higher than a car can actually uh, obtain. Mm -hmm. When that happens and people find out, they lose their trust in the organization, right? Yes. And uh, so that's a, that's a false promise right there. That's a false statement. So again, we all want to stay in business, whether we're for profit or nonprofit, but we all just we need to check ourselves and keep it balanced. Yep. Cool. For real. So you talk a lot about leadership, you know, so you see a lot about in leadership. So 
what do you mean by specifically in the servant leadership because you talk of things into the servant so if anyone does know what the servant leadership means and what are the basic types of leaderships as well and tell the audience you know like what are the basic types of leadership and what the servant audience like servant leadership is all about you know oh you bet you bet well you know what, what i'll do is why don't i just um start with the you know the the three most well-known leadership types that's autocratic uh -huh. leadership Mm -hmm. democratic leadership and uh, something called laissez-faire leadership. So autocratic leaders make all the decisions themselves. They're autocratic. They're idiosyncratic. They're not interested. Uh, you know, I, I think the autocratic leaders sort of like view that the employees are like robots, right? Mm -hmm. Then we have the democratic leaders who take an active role in the decision-making process. Um, but, you know, they do include them, you know, they, they include others and they let others take credit, almost like a transformational leadership yep. style. Laissez-faire uh, have very little involvement in the decision-making process. And, you know, there's various purposes and reasons why you'd want to have, you know, those types of uh, leaders. Now for servant leadership, servant leadership is just a little bit of a different twist. Um, servant leadership involves um, making sure that um, you care about your employees to the, to the point basically really where their needs are more important than perhaps your needs, right? That's servant leadership. Uh, and here in the United States, uh, you know, we like to say a very famous saying from a TV show that mm -hmm. took place in the 1960s. I don't know if you've ever heard of the show called Star Trek, but uh, Captain or, or Spock, Spock in Star Trek used to have a famous saying he would say on the TV show. He would say the needs of the many outweigh the few or the one. So the needs of the many. So it's, you know, putting your people first, uh, let them get the credit, um, yeah. you know, uh, you know, be good to them yeah. uh, and they'll be good to you. I, and I yes. know, yeah, most of the multimillionaires today, Barbara Cochran of Shark Tank, you know, she believes in obviously treating your employees uh, very well because yeah. that'll come back to you. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You know, like that's the game of long term, you know, like that's for real yes yeah investing investing in your employees in their well-being and uh for the most part they should deliver back in their performance uh this should also help with the customer experience internally externally and uh and all contribute to an authentic message that the company wants to uh display Awesome. Any best advice do you have for anyone who is about to be a leader or who, or who want to become a leader, you know, because many uh, like uh, like young students are probably youngsters, you know, like early 20s and so on, wants to be the entrepreneur, wants to start the business, go into the journey of that. What do you want to say to them? Well, you know, having your own company, you know, is great being your own boss, but it also means a lot of work. You know, uh, you know, it means staying up late uh, and, you know, it means uh, that you do everything right. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's advantages, obviously, when you work for someone else, 
you know, there's, uh, you know, different risks uh, and, you know, companies can go out of business, things can happen. Yeah. Uh, but, in, you know, in order to become a leader, whether you're whether you want to be a leader for a corporation or be a leader for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I think you, you need to educate yourself on the mm-hmm. products and services, right? Yep. Become very educated. We can do a lot with the Internet today. We can learn a yeah. lot about products and services. You know, uh, I like to call it reconnaissance, right? Espionage. Okay. But you know, over the internet, you can learn a lot of things uh, and ask, uh, look for role models, look for role models uh, and uh, ask questions and don't be afraid to reach out to become a good leader because that's really the best way to learn. And I know that that's helped me quite a bit. Right now, my cause uh, has been media uh, literacy uh, because we've got a lot of problems right now in social networks with misinformation. So my book, Biases All Around You, is designed for individuals of all walks of life uh, so that they could uh, learn to separate facts from fiction these days, which is really hard to do. But getting back to your question, you know, I think everybody has to be uh, a lifelong learner. You've got to be willing to learn and uh, seek out a coach and a role model to become a good leader. Be authentic. Be authentic. uh, people, And I think that reputation will follow you. It is awesome. 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 Eric. So that's all. Thank you so much for getting into the show and sharing these insights regarding the leadership and building trust with customers, make customers become your advocates and so on. So yeah, that's all. Thank you so much for being in. Absolutely. Can't wait to see it. Thank you. And uh, we're here for you any time of the day and have a great rest of the week.